I am passionate about teaching this material because I think that we have to understand history to understand what's happening today. Pork tenderloins, only $3.29. And how did that become the way I experience church now? Hey, listen, you know, you've got the creation, we've got um, Abraham, we've got Moses, we've got all these things that have happened. We're now part of that story. Because to me, the <laughs> This is History Through the Eyes of Faith podcast with Angie Ferris. I'm your host, Frank Ranks Jr., along with producer Wes. We're glad you're here. I won't do the whole thing. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Rains Jr. This is History Through the Eyes of Faith podcast, along with producer Wes, and as always, Angie Ferris. Say hi, Angie, to everybody. Hi, Angie, to everybody. That's always the bit. Always got to come up with something funny to do. (laughs) We're excited because it's episode 5-0. Oh, gosh. I was going to say something, but I'm saving it for one of our guests here today. Can't wait. Just thought of it. So, and I did. I gave it away. We have guests. It's a special episode. Episode 50. I think some of us in this room have passed the 50 marks, but not all of us, not all the guests. Mm-hmm. And um, so, do we, do we introduce the guests now, or do we just... How about I'll just hand it over to Angie Ferris for the next, uh, this exciting 50. What do you got to add? What, what are you bringing? What content are you bringing to five? Oh, we're bringing some announcements, new things coming uh, with the podcast and about the podcast. And for you, our listeners, um, we're going to do a little summary, sort of, a little bit of where we've been. And I uh, we have special guests in the studio. We have cake. Sorry, you can't participate in the cake. We have, um, I polled some listeners, some folks that I knew were listening, and asked them to submit their favorite podcast moments and questions that they might oh, have. Oh, wow. So we've got that, too. You know what would be cool is if from the time I started talking all the way through now, there's a little music underneath, a little party music. So I think I'm just going to say that that's been happening. Okay. I'm just going to tell the listeners, hope y'all enjoyed the party music. Yeah. So if you joined us because you just can't wait to hear the next thing that's going to happen, you know, with Leo and Attila and all that stuff we were mm -hmm. doing in 49. Oh, I don't want any spoilers, but I think Leo, which one was he? He's the uh, Bishop of Rome. Bishop of Rome, right, because that's when the bishops get, like, they got to fall in line. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Attila may walk up and smack Leo. (laughs) And it was not planned, and it was a very... Not staged. Not staged. That was our special guest. That was not me. (laughs) That was not Angie. But let me just say this real quick for the special guest. Don't talk. No. Don't talk yet. But in your mind, be ready. This is what I want you to say. I want you to talk, but I want you to say Mm -mm. you're 50. Mm. It's episode 50. Do it right now. Do it. You're 50, 50 years old. I like to stretch, kick, and stretch. <laughs> We're 50. Book them, Dano. I'm 5 old. <laughs> that makes me laugh. 
That's well, something good. For, that's really something for Frank, honestly. It's not really for anybody else. Well, y'all might so who is There this, might be somebody that hears Who is it. this voice we're hearing, Frank? Well, this you person? might think it was Molly Shannon from Saturday Night Live. That is who it is. That is who it is. No. She would do, I'm Sally O'Malley. I'm 50 years old. <laughs> and I'm not, not like one of those other old gals. I like to kick, stretch, and kick. I'm 50. She, anyway, it's a character. On Saturday but Night she Live. does a very good job. This is Rhonda... Brady, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only mm-hmm. Rhonda Brady as Sally O'Malley, 50. Sally O'Malley. And who else is here? And I'm happy so, to be here. And we also have, returning for a second time into the History Through the Eyes of Faith studio, hasn't been here in uh, tw- 30 episodes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> is Dr. it's been a while. Dr. Tim Ferris. Hey, Woo-hoo. how's it going, everybody? He's in the second time club. Yes, yes. Second yes. time club. Second time guest. <laughs> he gets a strawberry tea cake. He gets yes, a strawberry tea which cake. That no one can had. reach. They're very good. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, folks, if you're tuning in for Leo and Attila, just skip to 51 or wait yeah. to next week because they'll be back. But don't think that this episode is not going to have some interesting and new content. There will be content coming in. It yeah. just won't be chronological content. It won't be the continuing of the story. No, I'm so. excited about it. You know what? It's a time for healing and I'm in and I'm I'm up for it. It's a season it. for healing. And I'm up for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here That's for it. That's another quote. I'm here for it. That's right. Ooh, where are we going? <laughs> well <laughs> This is just, an, we're just hitting hot topics. Just what's trending. Hashtag what? what's trending. Yeah. Y'all just keep just, just go. keep we going. Go. We're keep just going. keep going with the trending. Right. Just little nuggets for the listeners. So where are we going next? We're um, taking questions. We're taking. What are we doing? Okay, we're going to do a couple of favorite moments. Okay, and favorite moments. Then I'm going to come back and do a little bit of a, a series. One one uh, listener says to me, turned in his or her favorite moment was Elvis and the Paranoids. Oh, of course, yeah. And Elvis I don't, and the Paranoids. That was it. Remind off- me of that. Well, it was a. Um, was it the pyramids? We had a map. We had a map up of Egypt. Okay. And because Frank forgets a lot of Western civilization from maybe middle school, not just college, but middle school, that I forgot that Memphis is actually originally a town in Egypt. Ah, oh, got it. Yes. And I saw Memphis up on the screen. And I'm like, hey, there's a Memphis. Whenever I'm down in the in the paranoids, for some reason I said paranoids instead of pyramids. <laughs> okay. And I don't know why I did that, but then I said, I like to go down to the Paranoids, and this is very scary down there. I know what's going, I never know what's going to happen, baby. I never let Priscilla down on the Paranoids. And then, of course, it, I didn't say it on the podcast, but, you know, Memphis has a pyramid in Memphis. Yes. And probably yes. because Yeah, a listener Egypt. pointed out, like, I can't believe that he didn't bring in that, draw that together, that that's why the pyramid is I there. I just did that. You didn't have to throw me on the bus a second time. Oh, wow. Excuse did. me. <laughs> So, yeah, okay. there's a Pyramid of Memphis, which is a Bass Pro Shop. Yes, now it is. Now but it what is. did it start as, Dr. Tip Ferris? Do you remember? Gosh, I don't know. They had this whole Mud Island vibe going for a while yeah. there in the well, 80s. They still have and, a Mud Island, but yeah. the Pyramid, I think, originally was a venue. Yeah, uh, yeah like, like they did concerts and stuff in it. Is right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. now it's a Bass Pro Shop. And you can go uh, you can go on a Bass Pro Shop in there, and you can, there's got little places to stay, like a hotel room up on the pyramid side. You go in there, and you look up, and it looks like cabins and, and whatnot up there. And you can go <laughs> stay in the cabins, and then you and you fish right there in the pyramid. You can just swim around, fish, whatever. Are whatever you being serious? No, yeah, you can't stay yeah. there. 
Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a hotel. Can you fish? I, I don't know. You, you might technically be a- can because they want you to test out some of the rods and stuff. Rods? And, and lures. Did you say rods? I thought you said rides. <laughs> they got well, lots of rides in there, too. There's a river ride. Well, I am from, I'm from here. I'm <laughs> from here. Yeah, okay. so it's a hotel. So mm-hmm. another comment, and I don't know if it's episode 34 or 35. This is kind of a shout out to Wes. Was um, They thought that the outro was great when you played the theme song from that freaky movie, which was actually the Dark Shadows show, while you were saying goodbye, Angie. That made me laugh out loud. I was saying goodbye, Angie. I think so. Yeah, you were saying either either I was no, I said goodbye. I think as the Dark Shadows music was cutting in, which just for the listener, we don't know what music's going to cut in and out and where it's going to cut. That's all producer Wes. So good two points for Wes on that, and it mm. did make me smile too. Do you I'll, remember why we were talking about Dark Shadows? Because we were talking about Barnabas. We were talking about Barnabas and how scary and he was. Paul. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Barnabas and Paul in the Bible. And then we were talking about Barnabas on Dark Shadows and how scary he was. Yeah. Yes, we were talking about that. So, jump into a question, okay? Um, oh, these are... Somebody wants to know if producer Wes is real. And single. <laughs> He's very real. Yeah. Well, no, that's an interesting question because, you know... When I think about the questions, I'm trying to be long-winded with my answers. Hi. Okay. Just because I want to, I want to have a, the listener to have a good experience. But um, I don't know why someone would think he's not real, because he talks. Like I've heard him on the episodes talk yeah. and yeah. get involved and open things, hand us things, and throw things on the screen. But if if they don't think he's real, that's still kind of cool that they don't, because we we've, we've done a really good job of faking something that's very real. He's very real, folks. Let me tell you a little story about producer Wes. Mm -mm. There are moments when we have technical problems. And right when we think, well, it's just not going to happen today. We don't know what we're going to do next. Wes fixes it. He fixes it. So. Saves the day. Saves the day. Yep. We really should pay him more. We really should. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So one a comment from a listener says, I really enjoyed the intertwining of everything that is happening historically at the same time as a particular part of Scripture. It can be really easy to be reading Scripture or any other book for that matter and get lost in the bubble of the things that are happening in that text without thinking about what may be happening contextually at the same time, maybe even in the same city or town that it's happening in that could have an effect on the words you you're reading. It's a fresh perspective and could potentially give us some answers to why questions we may have that is not made abundantly clear in the text we are reading. Can you summarize that? Is that a that question? Yeah. It was a comment. It was a comment. And what he's yeah. talking about, I think it's a he, is... I think Angie made that comment. I did not. <laughs> um, I think what he's talking about is... An awareness as you're, he's speaking particularly of scripture here, of being aware of the other things that influenced what you're reading at the time and other things that are going around on around it at the time. And that that gives you a clearer picture. Mm-hmm. And and I really appreciated that comment because mm-hmm. I think it kind of goes to the purpose of what we're trying to do is mm-hmm. show how things are tacked together. What would be in your mind if you think of an example of that? Like what you're reading in Scripture and what was going on at the time? 
Well, okay, here's one we haven't talked about on the podcast, and it might be a little bit on the faithy side, but I was teaching a group of folks in Hebrews, and I don't remember, Tim might remember what chapter it is, but at the beginning, I think it's 10, but it's like the first sentence in the chapter is talking about, he uses the words form and, and uh, shadow in the sentence. Okay, and because of having recently revisited it in the history class, because in the last year we've been recording these episodes, do you remember when we recorded about the philosophers and about Plato, the key things, some of the thoughts that Plato brought in were using the words forms and shadows. So here is the author of Hebrews in the first century writing to people who are living in a Greek-speaking, Greek-thinking world trying to explain to them these theological thoughts in a way that they can identify with. And in that sentence, he uses the word form and shadows. And it was just cool to see, oh, that relates to them because that's an integral part of Greece, of Greek thinking, of Hellenistic thinking, which is the world that they're living in. Is that an example? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I'm just trying to go back and think about Plato was pre-Christ, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but but remember, Plato was a student of Socrates, and then Aristotle was a student of Plato, and then Aristotle was Alexander the Great's tutor, and then Alexander the Great spread Hellenistic thinking all throughout his empire as he created these cities and places. So Judea was a part of that empire. Yeah. Yeah, I see the connection. You know, I, and that's that is that is a good point. Yeah, and and plus the letter to the Hebrews was being circulated all throughout the churches that we talked about, which are all around the Roman Empire and beyond. So it was through a throughout the Greek speaking thinking world, not just in that area. By the time Hebrews is circulating, do we have a new guest in the in the studio for he's, he's, the birthday? Oh, we have a new guest. Do you want to say anything, new guest? Okay, the new guest is going to Sonic. That's, That's what he would like saying. to say. So okay. if anybody needs anything, let us know now before he gets out of the driveway. Yeah, message us what you... Uh, will they have a way to message us in the future? They will, okay. in the future. Not We're not up to live stream yet, but yeah. Yeah, if you need anything from Sonic. Yeah. So... Right. Onion rings? <laughs> Onion rings. Okay. So also, yeah, so get that idea. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of places where that happens. It kind of relates to another comment was, let me see if I can find it on here real quickly. I love that I've been able to almost lace together a timeline of the Bible, especially Old Testament, and see how it impacts recent history, today's culture. It makes the scriptures seem more relevant, alive, and certainly has impacted my faith for the better. Yeah, I can agree with that comment because, you know, I've seen you present, and just like you did a month or so ago, the whole timeline. But... I've educated myself. I have been educated during the podcast. Like just what you just said, Alexander the Great, and you talked about the uh, theologians, not the theologians. What are they called? Philosophers. Philosophers. Um, (laughs) I'm so educated. Uh, The philosophers. And just the time between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the the few centuries in between the two, I would not have, I don't think I would have known that without History Through the Eyes of Faith podcast. 
So Yeah, and that's another comment. I really enjoyed learning about how Alexander the Great and Caesar and some other historical people fit in with the timeline of the Bible. Yeah, like I didn't realize that Cleopatra was only like 50 to 100 years before Christ. Yeah, less than 100. Yeah. I think there was a little bit about Jesus talking about, you hear about Cleopatra? Um, Did I do that? Yeah, I think you had a little bit on that. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. he would have known about it. Yeah. he knows all things. Knows <laughs> all things. Let's jump over to, well, let me make an announcement. One of the things, hopefully by the time that you're hearing this, it'll be up in our bio or profile or in the show notes somewhere, um, a link to a new site, a coffee site that we've got going where you can participate with us. Okay. Yes. Why don't we, because I didn't know what a coffee site was. Uh-huh. And if I was listening to that for the first time, I would say, hmm, a coffee site? Like you're affiliated with a coffee house or a coffee beans? What's a coffee site? It's very familiar. Like probably it's a uh, platform where you can connect with your creator. Okay. Not God the Father, but the creators, artists, podcasters, writers, musicians, all of those kind of things have sites where then they can connect with their audience, their listeners, their patrons. So it's a lot of people are familiar with Patreon. Works kind of pretty much the same way, very similarly. And this particular platform is called Coffee, spelled K-O-F-I. Okay. okay, and so I encourage folks to take that link because there's going to be a way to participate in our chat rooms, to uh, gain additional content, to leave a comment for us for the show, to get connected with us. We'll be doing, like I hope to do like a, uh, what would you call it? Like Not like a raffle, but like a giveaway where folks can somehow connect with us on that site, whatever instructions we give, and then we'll do a drawing We've and got all kind give of something away. We've got all kind of There's going to be a shop on the site, too. A lot of History Through the Eyes of Faith merchandise. Where we got a History Through the Eyes of Faith air freshener. Koozies. we got koozies. we got air fresheners for your car. Mm-hmm. Just to hang right there on the mirror of your mirror. So do you think... Dangling there. Are you... Because we will have some merch yeah. on there, as well as like the flashcards that we talk about. The cards. Part one, part mm-hmm. two, that kind of stuff. So I'm very excited about that. We need some dun da da dum music with that, Wes. Um, but, okay. Will you have like a link for coffee on Instagram yes. and on the like the podcast feeds? So if they're like... Yes, on, everywhere we can put it, we will put it there. Okay, good. And um, yes, so... Excited about that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good turn for us. We're going to be raising, uh, looking to raise funds to get us another uh, mic. Microphone. Microphone. All of this is on one single mic. It's that, not. We're all crowded together real tight <laughs> against this mic. And sometimes somebody's got a little hit of B.O. A all of, right? little pop to A little pop to them. A little pop. But come on down and get you. Dangling air freshener. air freshener. The hits you through the eyes of face air freshener. Only at $4.39. Well... Okay. That's the old Jerry House and the Jerry. House Foundation. $4.39 and a knackle. So here's a question. Yeah. Is Frank hearing oh. content at the time of recording? <laughs> That's not an obvious answer. He feels like he's asking questions listeners would ask, so it works well. I like that part. That's <laughs> yeah. my favorite part of it. <laughs> yes. I'm hearing it at time of, of recording. Yeah. Just like the last episode I was listening to and you said... Penguin Publishers. And I said, hold on a minute. A penguin put that together? (laughs) 
constant. That well, wasn't that funny. Which reminds me of another comment. We've also got your history to the eyes of faith Bible covers. <laughs> hey, that might be real popular. Just slide that hardback Bible right in that cover. And you can. I'm sorry. Stop. All right. They're crocheted. I can't. I cannot. We got Meemaw in the back knitting up the Bible covers. Meemaw. I called. I was out with our mother this week, and I called her Meemaw. She said, stop saying Meemaw. I said, I don't. I, oh, gosh. The wording's so good, but I don't see it. I don't know if I didn't get it in here, but I'm just going to say it. now. Oh, here it is. Frank getting y'all off track and you putting on your determined mode to get back on track. Mm-hmm. That was one of their... Uh, Favorite moments. Frank well, that's people that probably know you. It is more than they know me. Yeah, they and they're very familiar with my determined mode too. Yeah, <laughs> you can guess who that is. It was not yeah. me. It was not Tim. <laughs> okay, so do, so here's something that I was wanting to share. I'm going to kind of give this a shot. I didn't write it down, so we'll see. But as since we're on our 50th episode. I thought it was a good time to reflect and to okay. think about, like, and I'm and looking, looking into some more of these questions that are kind of along this genre. But in in reading these responses and thinking about how things, our point is in tying things together and to get people to look at what are the influences that come in during an event what happened before and how did that affect what happens after and now that we've covered up until we're in the fourth century right what is through the eyes of faith what is a summary of what we've seen so far that's what i was looking at and thinking like like we should share what a summary is yeah like that's what i wanted to do and i was i was teaching Yes, in a study, and the the focus of this study in in the last week or so was about how, as Christians, God has called us, Christ has called us, empowered us to be His witnesses and to be a conduit for Him. And the emphasis in this study, this particular part of it, was about to all the nations. And so it reminded me of a lot of what we've, talked about on the podcast, but a, but a perspective that maybe we haven't brought forward because we've intentionally tried to tell the story for people who haven't ever heard it before and not go heavy on the theology side. So this is a little bit of a theological statement, but it's definitely through the eyes of faith. It's, it's the purpose. It's the reason we do this. So through the eyes of faith, looking back at the story, and thinking that God had a message, that he had a, a message, or even God wants all of the nations to know him. And that's there from the very beginning, because when he tells Abraham, well, we could go back and look at it in the stories before Abraham, but he tells Abraham, I'm going to, you will be a blessing and all the nations will be blessed through you. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at our story of history, how the Hebrew people then move after that. They're in Egypt, then they're wandering, then they're passing through all these other people, 
And then they're located in a place geographically where all the traffic of the mm-hmm. ancient world passes through them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then we have all the things that happen between the Testaments and Alexander the Great, and then after that, the Roman Empire, that connects all of the known world. And that's when Jesus shows up on the scene. So that then, if you look at it from a faith perspective, that Jesus then becomes that fulfillment of the blessing to all the nations. Mm -hmm. And the Christian family, the people that are his, are spread out throughout the known world and are going to all the nations. And so as we move beyond the fourth century and keep going, that's it's interesting to see that. That's kind of an interesting hook to keep. It's like, how is God using everyone, really, but all the geopolitical functions to spread himself? Well, and, and you're talking about geopolitical function. Constantine. Yeah. I mean, he has a, he has did. a vision and a dream, and he's like, uh, right? Yeah. Okay, you look at me like, Are you no, no. Confused? I was just thinking. I was no, but he has about the vision, and dream, and this is, and then he takes on faith and Christianity, and is, and you know, there's probably a debate like maybe he looked at it as an advantage to unifying people, and and well, it's going to be easier to embrace Christianity than to try to defeat it. So now let's make it the official religion. But even that geopolitical decision. We've talked about it. Like, how could things have happened differently, you know? And, yeah, and there's no way of knowing what it would have been like without. But also, like I was saying, I think the last time we recorded, I think that it um, that it wasn't really optional in, in that time period. If a leader followed any religion or faith, then the people were going to be pushed in that direction if not mandated in that direction, if not choosing that direction because they wanted to please the leader. So, and yet still through all of that, God is bringing his message to the nations. Yeah. Very interesting. So that's the thing I would encourage the listener and us to think about is, okay, we've come this far in history. We've heard all of this. Then how can we see a pattern? Can we see the flow of the story? Well, and I was just recently, I was sending, I was messaging back and forth with a friend of mine on social media, and he was sending me a a story about, uh, I think it had to do with an app or something. I won't go into all the, the point of the conversation, but what I took away from it was social media or technology or where we are now is not is not just the silk roads or the roman empire or you know a way to connect people or or alexander the great i mean we're we have did we have digital connections now to anyone in the world at any time so what what is the stage being set for now you know because we're now more connected than ever so which we can pause for a minute. That was a very serious comment. My next thought is not serious at all, but it has to do with digital and technology, but I'll save it. You'll save it. Well, yeah. I mean, You'll save it. Yeah, that, sh- oh, no, that is a good thing well, to think about. When we're about. ready for me to say something off topic, I'm, right. I've got that, that one ready. That question, like, what are we being? That's that's a good yeah, history what are we, through the eyes yeah, of faith if question. If we look at history and, um, and what we've seen, 
then it makes me think what's about to happen in our future. Well, we've talked about how we're at one of those uh, huge shifts. Mm-hmm. We're at one of those 500-year marks where everything kind of gets turned around. So it is interesting. I've, I've, uh, in our timeline, we're getting ready to talk about the dissolution of the Roman, Western Roman Empire. I just can't say that word without a little drama. But that um, I don't know if you really said the word. Just dissolution. To try it again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that. So one of the thoughts I've had is like maybe everything's fixing to fall apart. Well, yeah. Like if you follow the pattern. I mean, I'm not predicting that, y'all. Please. Mm-hmm. What does Nostradamus say? <laughs> I don't know what Nostra, Nostradamus says. Isn't it Nostradamus? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. It's Nostradamus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know why I thought of this. Man, I went to... I don't know. Never mind. It's not going to be funny now. I just thought it'd be funny to talk about... Somebody that has a big nose that they got nostril damas. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Nost, because I was saying nost instead of nost. You get it. But um, what I was going to say a minute ago about how connected we are, can I go there now? Just a minute. I want to oh, share oh, a couple more. Nostradamus thing. I so. want to just share a couple <laughs> more of the serious comments so we can get those there so we don't have to try to swing it back around to that. Okay. One of the things that they Keep said was Keep all the serious that, together. I've really enjoyed learning about the small details that I was never taught in the past and having those aha moments where I thought, now this makes more sense. And that That's was good. very encouraging to me. That's good. You well, know. Uh, this is a serious thing. It goes back to what you are saying before about why we do this or why we have this podcast or spreading to all the nations the message but we said like in episode, I don't know, 46, I asked the question, why do you want to do this? And, and ultimately it was to affect change, to inspire people to look at the past, understand how it's connected. and Realize maybe, that they're a part of history. And realize it in an awareness that may inspire people to, to do something, to make a change, yeah. to I, feel more connected. And I didn't say this in those, these words at that time, but I think as you look at history, one thing I've learned is that everybody makes a difference, that, that big shifts can happen from just one person. And it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a person that's up in front of the public eye. And we're going to get to more and more of those stories as we move forward. When you're looking at ancient history, it's harder to find those stories because the only people that are written about and remembered are the headliners. But when we get to more, you know, the last 100, 200 years, it's easier to find those stories of what that influential person in George Washington's life or Abraham Lincoln's life or somebody that's made this huge shift of Martin Luther King Jr., you know, Billy Graham. Yeah. That who is that person in their life? And, and that was just that one person and history was changed because of that person, you know, Mm -hmm. and that can be true for all of us. Yeah. 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 There's probably several people that I've impacted in a way that's going to really affect the future. You're trying to be funny. I am trying to be funny, but it's a serious point. It is. Why can't I be one of those people? You totally can. You probably already have been. Yeah. Well, you're right. <clears throat> okay, here's a, here's another comment that I thought was good. Their favorite moment was the Passover episode and how meaningful that message was, especially to Frank. 
Okay. Does this, does this per- yes, I was going to. I feel like it. I can see it. I don't want to get choked up right now because <laughs> I had something funny to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, we can come back to your funny. I just thought that was a sweet yeah, that's comment. That's a very sweet comment. And, what episode is and that? right here, where are we? This. This, yes, right. that's what time. I was fixing yeah. to say, Rhonda, too. That's yeah. cool. That I think it's 31, 30, 31. I think it's 30. I was looking today because here's why I was looking, listeners. I don't know if you're going to be listening to this in real time, but if you're listening to it in real time, this episode, let's see what we got coming out this week, next week. This episode will be released Holy Week. And Holy Week is that week between Palm Sunday and mm-hmm. Easter when, as Christians, we celebrate the um we celebrate the resurrection mm-hmm. but we experience that week with Jesus and um yeah so the passover it'd be good to go back and pick up episode 30 and episode 31 because you can hear about Jesus last week of life mm-hmm. and the death crucifixion resurrection hear those stories Let's see what again. I put on my calendar for holy week Oh, have you started getting your texts yet? Well, I've that's already what I was going to tell you is that I put it on my calendar and now I can't find it. The radio station. Yeah, so I've already gotten two texts. Yeah, I've started getting texts too. So. Yeah. Well, how do I need to go? Let's remind the listeners and Frank how to sign up for that. Tim, can you look that up? So I'll tell um, y'all what it is while he looks it up. It's a radio station. Yeah, that sends you personalized texts. Not personalized. Sends out a text <clears throat> throughout Holy Week. At, at real time, like this was what Jesus was doing on Sunday. So like at, let's say that he entered Jerusalem on a donkey at 10 a.m. the Sunday before Easter. It is the Sunday before Easter. I don't know what time it was, but let's mm-hmm. say it was 10 a.m. Then you would get a text. Jesus is now entering Jerusalem on oh, a donkey cool. and the crowds are saying Hosanna. Oh, that's very cool. It is so cool. And so mm-hmm. I've already gotten a couple confirmation texts to make sure that I wanted to be signed up because it'll be starting soon. Yeah, yeah, and the text say text the word Easter, E A S T E R to the number 58228. So mm-hmm. 58228 text the word Easter. And they're not obnoxious with it. They stop texting you after Easter's over. Yeah. Can, you, can you say that again? Yeah, it's text the word Easter to the number 58228. And how do you spell Easter? E A S T E R. Like Easter of it like not Wester, but Easter. Okay. <laughs> All right. 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 Oh, there you go. I got it. You are now subscribed to the Walk with Jesus Easter text experience. Thank you. And then another text. Thanks for joining the Walk with Easter text experience texting group. I don't have my glasses on. Message and data rates may apply. Messages maybe. You know what my favorite thing every time I hear that is what Baylor said. Do you, do you remember what Baylor said? Baylor's my youngest son. What did he say? Y'all are sitting there watching some show, and this commercial comes on for some drug, and they do the all the, all the side effects. And Baylor looks at you and goes, do they know we can hear them? <laughs> Do they know that we're not interested now? No, it's like, like no, they still like think this I'm, can kill you. This so. can kill you. Like I thought you they wanted know. us to use the drug. Like why are you telling us that we will die? Okay, so yeah. So what was your funny thing, Frank? Well, I don't know if it's funny, except I, I'm. This is going to be on the podcast. So we talked about before that now that we're doing a podcast and now it's out on the internet, and now we've got these fifty episodes and more. That's there forever. So people can go back and listen to this episode 
one day in the future and hear me predict this. It's not a prediction as much as what I think is possible with technology. You know, I would just mention that social media, we're all connected and how things are advancing and, you know, how we are able to communicate and what's the next thing that's going to happen. I had a dream that oh, I was no. wearing. It wasn't that I was wearing VR goggles, but it was like the same technology. So when I woke up, I connected it. But imagine putting a video on, something that's recorded of yourself or your kids or your grandkids, and then in the future, putting on VR goggles and going into the video. Oh, my gosh. Is that what you dreamed? I dreamt that. Oh, that's like a vision. Like, that's that's not far away. No. So you're saying you make a video? Well, no. I don't know. You would have to make it in a way to make it work with virtual reality. Or they could create a technology to do it with any video. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to how to do that, but how that like I couldn't put in a VHS tape and go into it because probably because the way that VHS was recorded. But now you could put on you could set up a studio and record whatever and then go back and put on goggles and go into well, I don't know, you can probably digitize it because you know, like it's already been done in a way. Have you seen this was years ago? Uh, I'm not going to get the names right. The who is the uh, Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole, oh, yeah. and that did that video of yeah. them singing together. Yeah, but they weren't. But it was his recording that then they put her in. They did that with Elvis too on the yeah. American Idol. Yeah, but yeah, and my, couple that with some AI so that you say something and then they your kids respond how your kids would. Yeah, you know, imagine going back to your childhood and oh. seeing yourself. That's too freaky. Well, this, yeah. Well, the dream that I had was uh, in the dream, I was with a friend of mine who in real life has passed away. And in the dream, we were celebrating his life, but he was still alive. It was kind of like, you know, a, a retirement dinner kind of deal. And they were showing videos of him as a young man. And we looked and then both of us walked into the video of him as a young man and he was walking around and oh. and seeing himself direct these kids in this musical and um it really it really was that weird. sounds like a heavenly experience in the sense that we would be able to see and okay yeah you i'm know, gonna need you to quit well, i can hear when you turn your head, it can be very audibly I'm sorry, I'm not a podcast pro if y'all like haven't, you. If y'all haven't picked up on this, Frank is a little bit of a perfectionist on things. So exact, Frank. Anyway, exactly. I did that for a tad. Since, uh, oh, yeah, Tad was going to be with us yeah, tonight, y'all, and he I was, ended up having to work. And Tad's like, new nickname for me is Exact Frank. Exact yeah. Frank. Um, so, well, I was starting to say that sounds like what I would picture what heaven would be like when you sort of recount your days and but you would be able to walk into those virtual memories of well it's kind of like um it's kind of like I, charles yeah. dickens We're christmas carol separate, it's like charles dickens christmas carol when they go back with the ghost of christmas mm-hmm. past and they go into the thing but you'd be able to do that it's cool but the goggles i on. like the idea and i thought hey, it so, up hey producer west might can make it happen right now who knows so last week <laughs> i was watching or just a few days ago i was watching 60 minutes and they were doing um they were covering um the ai uh technology they've been using that they because they were we're basically the last surviving holocaust um survivors people, survivors yeah. 
are just passing away. Oh, yeah. And they're, then they're at, at some point, not too long from now, there's not going to be any that actually went through it that are living. So they've created this AI experience where they've gone back and they have, I mean, I can't tell you how many um, Holocaust survivors that have agreed and like jumped at the chance. They've put them in this video where like basically they travel to them where there's cameras everywhere and ask them every single possible question in every kind of way that could possibly be asked to them so that now anybody can have a conversation with those survivors in any kind of way and it will answer those questions wow, for you. that is so cool. Like, like they're living and being able to tell their story. Yeah. It's amazing. That oh, is. well, and here we go, pop culture. I listened to the biography of Robin Williams and... <laughs> After he died, I don't remember who it was in his family, if it was his wife at the time or if it was his children but or his management. They had some sort of – maybe even before he died, maybe it was with Disney. They – there's a – they put a, a rule or a law or a policy or whatever you call it in place that his voice or image cannot be used digitally for like – 50 years so they wouldn't be able to go back and create you know how like in star wars where they created right. princess leah yeah and put her in the thing they made it illegal to use any of his, his likeness or did. his voice or anything for like 50 years wow. after he died wow just kind of predicting the future of where technology would be that's cool mm -hmm. that's cool did you say leah i said whatever her name is you said leah is it leah is it <laughs> yes it is <laughs> Okay, so we're going to jump back to some favorite moments. We need to have Rhonda on the podcast a lot more. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's going on. I'm glad I don't have to say anything. He's just sitting over there. Okay, so favorite moment was when Angie and Frank did the talking thing where you tried to guess, guess what, what they, they were saying, saying and say it at the same, same time, time, the thing your dad, your dad did. did. That, was that was funny, funny and fun funny to hear about, about a fun thing about, about your, your family. family. Wow, wow, guys. guys. <laughs> Guys, stop. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if y'all, I don't remember what episode that was. It was, I don't remember. Well, they just enjoyed this one. Yeah. yeah. So our, so, so if you want to hear the history, history on our, our dad, dad maybe, maybe in the, in the 20s, 20s, maybe the 30s, the 30s, I don't, I don't know. know. Somebody go, go on to our, our coffee, coffee site and, and comment and say, say Angie, Angie, find out what, what episode that was. was. And put it here so I can read it. There you go. What did you say about 20s or 30s? Oh, the number of the episode. Yeah, the number of the episode was somewhere in there. Okay. Oh, somebody says they loved it when Frank decided he better start reading the Bible. <laughs> that was me. Uh, uh, yeah, I need to start that up again. <laughs> need to get that going again? Okay. Yeah. And another favorite, you'll love this, the Ten Commandments hand motions. Yeah, that's you, one of my favorites. Can you do it right now? No. Are you talking about your audio listeners loved your... Voice? Yes. Well, the hand it's motions episode in episode eight, eight was there is no yeah, it other left God. a lot to the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> That's gotcha. what was funny. There was a <laughs> yeah. lot of laughing. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of laughing because seven... <laughs> it's like... Was, no, no, get going. Do them again. You said one was no other gods before one's me. One's no other gods before me. Two... I don't remember. 
Yeah, it was it was basically like remember number one. No, it was like no idols, right? No idols. That's it. Don't no, make another one. No mother, don't make another one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Don't no make, idols. So don't fingers. make another. So don't make, make a double. Don't make yeah. a double. And this one was three was the word word. So so don't use the Lord's name in vain. Right, yeah. It's a W. Yeah, I got it. Four. This one over here. <laughs> this is four people, and this one's doing something that you know. He's not. He's resting. <laughs> this is to keep the Sabbath day holy. <laughs> That's right. Because these good. four are working, and this one over here just resting. He's pointing at his thumb. And then yeah. this one is. This one is uh, honor your father and mother. <laughs> Raising a hand of five because fingers Frank goes, in the air. <laughs> what is it? Like? Number put five them up. is high five. Put them up. Put them up. Up top. Up top. That up was top. It. Number six. Now, this is where you go, you have five, you take six, and you shoot it. <laughs> what? You go six, makes a gun. So it's a gun, thou five. shalt not kill. So yeah. many things you could, how is this, thou shalt not kill? It's not that you have a hand gesture. you got to remember a whole play. <laughs> You gotta remember this character. This character does this and then shoots. <laughs> Thou shalt not kill. Then sevens almost like that. You got a hand down. Two people walking, and this is when I was like, "This is this is about marriage or something, not adultery." Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not commit adultery because these two people are walking to get married. But I'm like, you have a hand, then take these two fingers, <laughs> put it underneath your right elbow, lay, raise your left foot up. He's just making stuff up, y'all. No, that was when you were like, there. you could have thought a lot other things. No. That, that, yeah. yeah. Adultery, there's probably an easier gesture. That's probably right. Mm. <laughs> it's like, here we go. Look. Eight. Eight, you do four fingers. On each hand. Because you got four people over here. Mm, no, I think. No, this is a jail. This is a jail. This is a jail. Oh. It's eight is the bars of the jail, so it's thou shalt not steal. <laughs> Are you going to go behind the four eight fingers? And then nine... This is when somebody over here coveting. They want what the other one has. Yeah, one <laughs> hand's got a thumb and the other one doesn't. Yeah. This hand <laughs> is coveting this hand. He because, wants a thumb. Because one hand has a thumb and one hand doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tim oh, made that. That was not the deal. Originally, it was like this well, was. That's what it looks like. This was talking about. That <laughs> one was like, there. <laughs> I got a thumb. Oh, I wish I had a thumb. <laughs> and then what's this one? What's 10. Uh, we're done. No, it's all what gone. Is it? What is it? No, wait, nine, nine was bare false witness. That's, That's what, yeah. it. Yeah, so he's it's talking just the about the other ones. Them. It's not oh. that coveting. Ten is coveting. Tim is. I want your stuff. Oh, ten is. I oh, please give me. Please give me the knife. <laughs> please. Okay. Golden child. I love that. Golden child. So go back, listen to episode eight if you want some more of that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Somebody says they're for, what? No. Somebody's favorite. <laughs> somebody's favorite moment. Do you remember this? Was learning of my extreme disappointment with boba tea. Boba oh yeah, tea. yeah. <laughs> I was tea. there to live through bubble? that. The bubble bubble tea. Yeah, yeah. Do you bubble remember tea. me talking about it? You had some bubble tea in your. Oh, you didn't bubble like tea it? Down oh, at the I, went, I was like, I wanted something to drink, not something we to chew. Didn't know that's what it was. It was like gummy bears up in yeah. the drink. Yeah, it was not anyway. Yeah. It the episode was funny, and that was like not really you know. there to quench your thirst. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. Somebody said um, Angie's laugh at silly comments from Frank. They like that. Hmm. And then this was one of been one of my favorites too. This person made it long. Perhaps revisiting the link of the angel Gabriel's message of the birth of John the Baptist to Zechariah 
and Jesus to Mary, and remembering Mary visiting Elizabeth and bringing such peace to her after so many months in seclusion, she could accept and understand that she had been chosen at her age to give birth to John and was giving such support to Mary. But having Frank call out why Gabriel silenced Zachariah for questioning, but not Mary, had to chuckle with all this talk of equality nowadays. That's what the person well, said. What did you say? You have to, he called out Gabriel yeah. for, for getting so, on to Zachariah when he didn't get on to Mary, because Mary had a question too, but Zachariah was much so the more the angel like, appears to Zachariah, mm-hmm. and, and Zachariah's like, what? What do you mean? And then he's like, oh, now you can't talk anymore. <laughs> So then he appears to Mary, and Mary goes, what do you mean? Uh, and, like, she's fine. <laughs> she can ask questions. <laughs> Why does Mary get to ask questions? So, so Zachariah can't talk, but my favorite part of that was... When, that's where she goes to. She says, plus, you guys, toward the end, you both got so slap-happy about poor Zachariah not being able to speak. Shame yeah. on you. Because all said. throughout the episode, Frank would go, but what was Zachariah saying? And I go, Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, it's like when the angel showed up, when Mary showed up, and Elizabeth and John the Baptist moved in her in her in her womb or whatever, and Mary, and they were talking about that whole scripture. I said, well, "What was Zachariah saying about that? Nothing." And you remember other thing we got so too. He was saying nothing. We got so too about because the Bible says they said, "What are you going to name this child?" And Elizabeth says, "John." And the neighbors write down on a piece of paper yeah. to Zachariah. Like, Nobody said he couldn't talk. Yeah, no, he, he, can't, he couldn't hear. He can hear. He can only talk. Yeah, He's not yeah. talking. Why you got to write it? He just can't say nothing. <laughs> so it was just, anyway, it was funny. So what did Zachariah say? Nothing. Nothing. He didn't have anything to say about That's it. It's kind of like when you uh, meet people who are from another country who speak another language and you talk really loud in English, thinking like that the louder them. you talk, that's going to make them understand. Yeah. And yeah, that's what that I is. was on an elevator yesterday and a Hispanic woman. That's a great story. It's a good Angie, story. What were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have Rhonda all the time. Yeah. I was on an elevator okay. yesterday and a Hispanic woman said, Ucayente, also. And looked at me and, and I said, Excuse me? She goes, She told you you were hot? No. What she explained to me, I think, I said, I looked at her and I just was, can't see me on the podcast, but I was like, I, I don't know what you're saying. I think she got shocked when she hit the button on the elevator. And oh. she was trying to tell me that it was Don't hit hot. that. It's yeah. hot. Oh, okay. And I, but it was okay. funny as she looked at me as if I was supposed to speak Spanish. I'm like, I'm not. You don't even look. I'm like in Kentucky. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Well, because well, everybody. Most in people in Kentucky Spanish, don't right? speak Spanish. That no. is. You. There's probably what? a lot of people in no, Kentucky. No, I'm just saying speak if you go to Mexico. Let's. I'm expecting people to speak Spanish, right? But if I'm going to Kentucky, I'm probably expecting them to speak redneck, not Spanish. Mm, you just lost all your Kentucky listeners. Mm. Yeah, we do have well, some too. If I saw yeah. Frank in Kentucky, I wouldn't expect him to speak Spanish. Thank I you, would, Tim. I, if I saw Frank anywhere, I would expect him to speak redneck. Yeah, I'm okay with speaking redneck. Okay. Which, well, by the way, I'll say this <laughs> for the politically incorrect listeners: at one point, I was a tour guide on the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour in Nashville, Tennessee. Redneck Comedy Bus Tour. And I didn't do it very long because it was difficult to do. But one of my great takeaways is when you call to make reservations, you can call them right now. I can play it. Welcome to Redneck Comedy Bus Tour. For Spanish, hang up and learn to speak American. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> if you, they're just owning it, right? Yeah. They're right. just owning it. They're not trying to be politically no. correct. We're just owning it. Right. We're just, we're just owning it. Learn to speak it's American. To okay. <laughs> this comment, okay. it goes back to an early episode. Right, which Wes, you need to cut this part we out. We need to start toward the wrap up. Which, yeah. this is, we're not ready for the wrap up. This goes back to the first episode. Frank defined fixing for the listeners. Yeah. That, they liked that. Yeah. that oh. they, this person said, I think it was indicative of your chemistry. I use the word fixing a lot, and Frank had to interrupt and say mm-hmm. for our non-regional listeners. Well, that was part of the Redneck yeah. Comedy Bus Tour as well. We had words that we would explain how people yeah. just say in the your, South. Your, uh, what do they and call fixing. that? Vocabulary. Um, also, somebody loved the Clooney cat litter story. Oh, my And gosh. I don't think we ever said cat litter story. We just told them to go find the story. So this Yeah, because I don't was, think I told it. Mm-mm, we didn't tell it. And I don't think we said that it was about cat litter. We may We just have. told them to go find Anyway, this person did, so that's cool. That and story. for the final, not we've got some questions, but this is the final favorite moment. Anytime Frank remembers something from his early education because the teacher was pretty. What? Did I say that? Yes, you said that, didn't he, Tim? I don't remember. You don't, yes, we were talking about something. And she, oh, the woman that taught you about constant Istanbul. Oh, yeah. Not well, that's constant. the only that's the only teacher I can remember. That was Miss Bryson in the in the ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny. Okay, so what do you think is the most important thing that we've talked about thus far? Most important thing we've talked about in our fifty episodes. I mean, I don't know what the most important thing is. I mean, I think the whole, uh, I think for me, the most important takeaway is how I'm able to see history like I've not seen it before. Like if I, like I just said it a minute ago, I didn't realize that like Alexander the Great and and Cleopatra and Caesar and, and all that stuff happened just before Christ. I didn't put those together. I I kind of separate them in my mind, I yeah. guess, because and, I'm very visual. And if I watched something in a movie, it was a different than in this section over here. Or if I watched, so, and now that we're getting up and and like Rhonda doesn't seem related doesn't seem related, but now like and Rhonda wasn't. We haven't released the last episode yet, so she hasn't heard it. But neither has Tim. But we're about to get to the Middle Ages, and I'm so excited about the. The Holy Grail stuff, the Monty Python Holy Grail stuff that I get to add in here. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But that's not the, I mean, obviously the the most thing that that I've gotten out of it is, well, it's it's strengthened my my Christian faith. I mean, it's it's made me feel closer to God and closer to Jesus. Because? Because it's it's more relatable to me now. I I see it. You also feel like you're part of the story, right? You see yourself in the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And does it feel like it's that... Jesus and the stories of the Bible are more real time. Yeah. I hear people say that a lot. Like I I what you were describing, like what I learned in church and Sunday school, Bible study, wherever I learned, was in a whole different file box than what I learned in history. And the fact that they intersected was I didn't realize well, that. So that's a cool thing. I would say the most important thing is that Holy Week and the, the life of Jesus and his death and resurrection, because that is the turning point. Mm-hmm. That is that is the, what do you call that? Like the linchpin, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. For for the whole story. Yeah, I think as a listener, just that 
you see God at work through all of history. And so, as y'all were saying earlier, that gives you the confidence that that's still happening today in your own life. And and like you're saying, it all the the, the linchpin of it all is is Holy Week and Jesus, what Jesus did then. Yeah. So this is an interesting question. Somebody asked of me, they said, do you have a favorite antidote from a history book you've read recently? Something that wouldn't make the storyline content, but was surprising or entertaining to you. And I was thinking about that, and I should have worked on that more when I was at home and had access to my library. But honestly, folks, most of the books that I'm reading that are history books are in the time frame and stuff that we're using in this current episodes, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of that. Um, but I was thinking about that Rome and Jerusalem book that I brought in a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that I picked up at a bookstore recently, and I found that fascinating, the way that story was told of the relationship between these two places and these two peoples and how they intersected throughout history and how just that was just fascinating to me. And the point that I was taken away, or that struck me, I guess is the way to put it, is how the attitude toward it, at least for the Romans towards the Jews, was based on what was politically expedient at the moment. And I think that's something that we get frustrated with right now in 2022, is everything gets told in a way that's going to make my point sell better or my political perspective or my political party sell better. And that is an ancient tactic. I mean, yeah. that's going on right there, and I'm sure it was going on before that. But I just didn't realize till I was reading that book how much that affected everything. And, and that was going on between the relationship of those two countries or nations or whatever you want to call it. So, well, Let me ask you this. So this goes back to we're all a part of the story, and it's all connected. And, and you said Jesus more real to me or more real time. How did you say that? I don't know how you said it. This is a thought that came to me early on in in the podcast episodes because in connecting the people, I thought it, I think it's interesting because I think I've done this. I think I've mentioned this a few times early on is I look at lifespans of like our human lives mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, I'm the youngest of, of three children, but my parents were older when they had me and my mom is the youngest of five and her parents are older when they had her. So my grandfather was born in 1898. Your grandmother was. I don't, he was born before that. So let's just say he's born in 1895. Yeah. Or he was. Two or something like that. So that's just two generations that spans 130 years. I'd like to be able to realistically like estimate a human age and how many people it would go back to 600 AD or 300 AD. It's not that many. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. you could fit them all in a room. And I, I would think it'd be neat to have a picture. I thought about having a picture and and have people in the attire of their time period. Time period, and then just have them all in a line. And you'd have like I think I counted up. You have like 70 or 80 people. And you could just see the change, and it'd be like from Jesus to 2022. And realistic, and that just kind of blows my mind a little bit because yeah. you think, oh, it's 2,000 years ago. Well, yeah, and that might be the answer to one of these questions where somebody said, Frank, what's the most surprising thing you've learned so far? 
Um, I want to make a joke, but I can't think of one right now. But uh, probably that, just yeah. how quickly time passes and how things are connected. And I've learned how uh, to guess what's in mystery bags. Yeah, okay. I know you're trying to go there, but I got a couple of things I want to say before we get there. <laughs> Somebody says a question for both of you. When you say, okay, go ahead and share, but let's keep it brief, you two do know there's nothing brief about any of your stories, don't you? And they still listen. <laughs> they still listen. <laughs> well, then that's and they on put, them. And they put LOL right there, so I think they think it's funny. We have another question that we're not going to try to answer right now, which says, how was Satan created and did God create evil? And so that's a plug for joining one of our membership levels, which don't have names yet, but will when you go look. And that will be some of our additional content. We'll either do a podcast or a paper or something on some Satan and some... God and evil. That was making me think. I think I saw a comedian about the snake talking. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I can't remember how it was set up. It was like something about it being a woman questioning. Like, ain't no other animals talking. Don't you know something's up if a snake's talking <laughs> to you? Something's up. Don't you know something's up? Why are you engaging in conversation? Isn't that the first clue? Hey, do we know there weren't, you know, animals talking? We don't know don't that. Know. Anyway, okay. This Tim, I'm going to ask you this question. Was there death before Adam and Eve? It's not mentioned. Yeah, like right. if they had not been kicked out of the garden, would they have died? It yeah. isn't mentioned. You yeah. think they would have? Doesn't seem like it because, I mean, wages of sin is death, not the wages of being human is death. Oh, good point. Okay. And here's no, I didn't some make here's, up the points. So. Here's some more additional content. If, dino, if dinosaurs existed, when on the timeline would they have been? Pre or post arc? This is just like a trivia question. Well, it's a question. Like I don't have the answer to it right off the top of my head. There's a, I think there were know, there's two T Rexes on the arc. Theory. Yeah, mm. that between Genesis one and Genesis, what is it? Between Genesis one one and one two? Yeah, I think it like is. That, yeah. yeah, that whatever that yeah. Hebrew word is, tohu vabohu or whatever. Oh, it's chaos. Yeah. chaos yeah. That there was a moment of chaos. God didn't create chaos, but chaos happened. And that's there's that theory about gap theory, and that's possibly that is when there was a creation of dinosaurs. But that's when, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I when, hear you. Yeah, I mean it gets deep. Or yeah, I remember possible, Gary Larson, you know? the Far Side <laughs> Gary writer, proposed a somewhat of a solution to that. There's a Far Side comic where everybody on the Ark, all the animals, and Noah and his family are standing around in a big circle. You can't see what's in the middle, right? But Noah says, "Well, so much for the unicorns." From now on, all the carnivores are confined to deck three. <laughs> well, so maybe that's what happened to the dinosaurs. Who told the joke? <laughs> Somebody just told, oh, oh, I think it was one of the girls in my Tuesday night group. So much for the unicorns. Well, maybe it was this is what, well, no, that, that would be, get cut as politically incorrect. No, but, I think there was a, go ahead. Um, well. Where, what are y'all about to say? I don't say? know what you're about to say because I was Look, going, the dinosaurs could have been just missed the boat. <laughs> That's <laughs> like that yeah. could have been what I happened you to said them. Thursday. Yeah, you know. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna do that. Additional content. Sign up. The uh, there was two Velociraptors. <laughs> there was two Brontosauruses, well, <laughs> and then there was a, there was two of them pterodactyls, and then two of the Triceratops. Okay. Now, we, the funny thing about them Triceratops. <laughs> funny thing about them. I tell you that Triceratops. Oh, he's entertaining himself now, y'all. Here's a question. What's behind the red door of the Red Door Studio? 
Oh, they will never know. Which oh. it depends on what side you're standing on the red door. Mm. Oh, that's true. Are we, are we? So we want that to remain a mystery. Right, and one mm. side is the studio. Visitors only. One side yeah, is, one the, is studio. the studio. Yeah. Here's another question. Just what is a goat thong? What? A goat thong? <laughs> Did we ever look that up? Do you remember a goat thong? That was in that was Tim's a calendar, episode. Calendar episode. Oh yeah, that's right. That was that episode twenty? <laughs> did we did we look it up? I looked it up today. Yeah, I was okay. So what it is was it? something to do with the lunar calendar, right? What is it? Well, so there no, was the... this there was this festival that they think may have been where they got the name of the word for February or something like that. And so what? So the idea was the priests would go around hitting the women that hadn't had children with goat thongs, <laughs> thinking that it would help make them more fertile. What is the thong of a goat? So that's, that's what, what we're up. trying yeah, to figure so, out. So apparently part of this festival, according to you, this is probably Wikipedia or something like that, um, uh, history.com, no, um, even better, was as part of this festival they would sacrifice a couple of male goats and a dog, not sure why that, but then they would skin the goats and take, you know, cut the skin into little strips. Mm. That was called a goat thong. And then these priests would like just run around town whacking women with these goat thongs. <laughs> and it was probably as weird yeah. as it sounds. Yeah. Okay. That's what a goat yeah, thong is. That. It's a goat skin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember cousin Ricky, cousin Ricky, cousin Ricky, he used to get mm. after people. But what goat. was okay. interesting was when I did an internet search for goat thongs Uh-oh. that you can actually Stop. purchase. Stop it. Undergarments. That are goat thongs made of goat made fur. Of, made of I, the could, I didn't pursue if they were made of goat pieces. <laughs> I did not or they pursue just had goat images on them. <laughs> just, just I did not pursue. Yeah, we can them. go home and see what's going to pop up on our ads now <laughs> yeah. that Tim been yeah. searching for goat thongs. Yeah. on our <laughs> yeah, really. On the okay. on the goat thongs. Okay, here's the, here's the thing. I'll probably get on Instagram in a minute and I'll have an ad for a goat thong just because you guys are all talking about That's it. That's true. Room That's true. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Like so it. here's a question. I like, like thongs about hey, horses. Hey, hey. I like thongs about cows. <laughs> I like thongs. I like goat thongs. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. This is Angie's determined mood. Yeah, yeah here we go. Yeah. So the question, Angie, what's your favorite moment in history that is yet to come? And I think it's the cool things you're going to learn about the Middle Ages that you had no idea about. Cool. Okay. I'm very pumped about that. All right. And final question for both of us. Have you learned anything new about each other? Oh. Yeah, I did. Your experience going from Birmingham to Tupelo and feeling like being a Christian was difficult for you in Birmingham, but in Tupelo, everybody was going to church. There's another thing about too, I learned about you, about your... Uh, that transition from Birmingham to Tupelo. I can't remember what it is now. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if I've learned. I've experienced you in a new way. Yeah. It, it, doing this together. I don't know if there's like a piece of information I didn't know. Mom, I mean, there's like you have all these stories about doing this and doing that, and I didn't know all of those stories. I'm sure there's been things that you've told me that I didn't know before, but it's, it it has been and will be and a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Yep. It's been good. We haven't spent like compared to the time we've been spending together on this podcast, that's like exponentially more time than we've spent together in our adult life before this podcast. Yes. So about ready to wrap it up. <laughs> You're about <laughs> done. Okay. That was most of, if not all, the questions in the comments. Well, so and, thank you for that. And this is good timing for the mystery bag since we're going to just 
mystery bag. Mystery bag, a mystery bag. Now it's time for a mystery, mystery bag. bag. Sound effects, sound effects, man. Okay. Well, do I have to guess? Yeah. Is it a gift for the studio? It's for you. Gift for me? Mm-hmm. Is it something I can eat? No. Is it something I wear? No. Is it something I... Goat thong. Uh, is it something I... I don't know. Um, what's a clue? You do... You do... <laughs> like, just keep asking the just something I... Do I wear? Do I eat? Mm-mm. Do I drink? Do Mm-mm. I... It's a do I that you've asked before and I've said no to. You were asking the mystery back questions. You said, "Do I?" And I'm like, "No," but this is a yes. Okay. Well, there's no. Well, do I read it? Drink out of it. Drink out of it. Actually, you could read it and drink out of it. Oh, so it's a coffee mug. You collect it. Is it something I collect? It is something you collect. Is it a coffee mug? Well, you, like you decide. I think, it, yeah, I think it's either espresso mug or a shot glass with a handle. <laughs> shot glass <laughs> with a handle. Oh, it is an espresso mug. And you have to read what it says. Yeah. Find joy in each day. That's really cute. I felt like you needed that. Gosh, you guys, because I'm just so unhappy. No, he just, he was struggling. No, it was a lady named Joy. She wants you to find Joy. <laughs> In each day. Mm-hmm. It's like a little game, like where's Waldo? Yeah. What does that say? Amazing. St. Philip. Oh, that's who said that, Some, I'm guessing. Yeah. Nary, N-E-R-I? I don't know. Sounds like, I bet it's a place. St. Philip of, I bet. It just, it didn't well, that's very of. nice. And that's going to inspire me to get my espresso well, machine back Well, it says quotable out. mini mugs. So there you go. So Somebody yeah, so. said it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get my espresso machine back out. I love miniatures. Look. Yeah. I love miniatures. I love miniatures. Find joy in each day. Well, I definitely will. So five o. Woohoo! Woohoo! We've made woo-hoo. it. Anything from producer Wes today? I mean, it didn't say anything, but I've thought of something that we well, haven't said. That's right, said. it doesn't exist. We haven't said this. Please rate us. Now, if you're on Apple Podcasts, there's always been a way to rate us, so go in and give us some stars. But now Spotify has it available to you, and they won't list it until we've had so many people rate us. So do it. Go in there, rate us, and then you can go to our coffee site to comment, mm-hmm. um, leave reviews, whatever. We're excited. And I want to add a little bit of something that nobody knows about this ep- this podcast. There was an episode that we recorded and lost the whole thing. I had to do it over. Remember that? Yeah. So there you go. I think it was like a 30-something. Yeah, it we was told like them, though. Oh, we did? Yeah, because we said, uh, let's do it again. No longer a secret. We didn't tell them about that other thing that happened just a few weeks ago. Yeah, we'll keep that secret. Yeah. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys in 51. Woohoo. And almost our year anniversary. Yeah, well, our year anniversary will, yeah, it's next week. All right. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, have a piece of cake. Enjoy And I'd yourself. like to thank our special guest, Tim. Yes, proud like to be here. Thank our special guest, Tim. And Rhonda would like to thank, who else? Oh, I'd like to thank Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda. There it is. Yes, thank you, Rhonda. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank Rhonda, and I want her to come back as much as she can. And, and we're, Tim. And Yes, and no, we're sorry. Not our, Tim as much. <laughs> 
not so much. We're sorry our other significant other couldn't be here. Yes, that would have been exciting. But we'll have him on another another show. For sure. All right. See ya. This has been History Through the Eyes of Faith podcast. Please rate and review, subscribe or follow wherever you stream your podcast. You may also contact us and comment at onethingonly.org. Just click on the History Through the Eyes of Faith podcast tab. You can also support this podcast by checking the link in our bio at ko-fi.com. That's ko-fi.com. Thanks for listening.